This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 5th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, plus GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat has special discount pricing, and that will make it cheaper than Huddle Sideline. Plus, GameStrat is making it risk-free. If you make the switch and there isn't a 2020 season, and we know there's nine states so far that are in that category, your money will roll right into 2021 with no risk, and you can't beat that. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, heading to my home stomping grounds, the state of Pennsylvania. I say it each and every time. I guess I just really never forget uh, where I'm from, and uh, you can take the the boy out of Pennsylvania, but not Pennsylvania out of the boy. And I'm always uh, pleased to go back there and talk to uh, to coaches and reporters and, and student athletes and Bruce Badgley, who has uh, said so many nice things about high school football America and promoted us on Twitter. Uh, he is also a creator of a Small Player Big Play. The great app, social media app for youth athletes out there. It's got a great fundraising app, and we're going to talk about that and a lot of things, including Pennsylvania football and what's going on in the Keystone State because they got a full steam ahead, but there's a lot of leagues out there saying, well, we're going to pull back on that steam and start a little bit later. So Bruce is here uh, to talk about a lot of things, and uh, good to have you on the line for the first time, Bruce, and uh, hopefully you're holding down the fort there in, in Pennsylvania for us all. Well, holding down the fort, I think, is is appropriate because they're, I mean, football is under attack here in uh, Pennsylvania as far as, you know, being able to start on time and everything. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to, to that in a little bit. But let's talk about this this great app that you have. I know you have a, a Zoom uh, call tomorrow that people can join on. We want to promote that and let them know because you have some interesting opportunities here with this app for football programs, uh, you know, from the, the small level, level right up to the high school, especially if there's no fans in the stands this year, which is kind of up in the air as well in Pennsylvania. So let's talk about small players. Big Play. It's it's at smallplayerbigplay.com, folks. You can get to it through all of High School Football America's pages. You'll see their, uh, their ads there for it. So that's how you can get to them and download the app. But Bruce, let's kind of go 30,000 feet and get the, the people that don't know about it, uh, knowing about it and interested in it, and tell them how it may, that can help them. Well, it's uh, pretty incredible. Uh, Small Player Big Play is really a combination of four of the best uh, social media uh, websites, uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, for social media and be able to provide your fans um, information on you, your team, or what have you. And then also uh, Periscope and YouTube. Uh, It allows uh, fans to stream games. Uh, The games are then archived in the app. But probably the best thing about it is the fact that uh, it's a fundraiser. The uh, mm-hmm. streaming allows uh, people to uh, not only, well, it, it is a subscription component, but the fan is, uh, gives, is given the opportunity to uh, direct the funds to the school or club of their choice. So uh, with this social distancing, with the fact that, you know, in youth sports, sometimes the mom is going one way, the dad's going the other. Uh, and it allows for really everything down to the uh, 
youth football level all the way up through high school an ability to generate money by streaming games and uh, keep everybody informed, like I said, especially in this social distancing world that we're going to be facing. Yeah, because, and again, maybe I have this wrong, I read so much throughout, but I, I think the PIAA, the state governing body's uh, edict on the full steam ahead, uh, had some, some you know benchmarks in there as far as fans, and we know we have it around the country too, so uh, we're going to mix things in, go back and forth between football and the state and your app. So what what is the deal in Pennsylvania right now, and then kind of translate that to people around the nation that are listening, so they can maybe adapt this to their program too, especially if fans are not allowed in the stands. Sure, uh, Pennsylvania had a, at least for you know these outdoor gatherings, a maximum of 250 people. Um, you know the the rule of thumb that we've been going by for the last you know month here is the fact that there would not be any fans in, in the stands. So schools have been scrambling because uh, the effect on athletic budget. I mean, how are you supposed to pay? It's great that you know uh, that we're going to play the games, but how are you supposed to pay for all of these, uh, you know, items related to you know COVID and social distancing, as well as you know the normal athletic budget items? So literally, uh, from your phone or tablet, you have an ability through Small Player Big Play to uh, stream those games. And it's just like buying a ticket. If a fan would uh, go into small player, big play, uh, watch one of the games that's being streamed, um, you know, the cost to subscribe for a day is roughly the same price as going to a high school uh, sporting event. And then the fan has the ability to direct that money right through the app to that school. So, uh, you know, really, uh, if you think about it, it wouldn't be any different for the athletic department if they it did or didn't have fans in the stands, mm-hmm. um, if they would just stream their games on small player big play. Yeah, it, it, it's a COVID solution, no doubt about that. Bruce Badgley on the line, small player big play. Uh, go to smallplayerbigplay.com. Like I said, if you don't want to type that in, just click on the uh, the banner ads on High School Football America. And again, Bruce, I, I, I mentioned that you are Pennsylvania-based, which I love. I love the creativity out of our state there but uh, this is not just pennsylvania right if you're uh, sitting there listening in california uh, well they're not playing until 2021 but let's let's, <laughs> let's pick a state that's actually playing if you're in texas <laughs> we're we're some yeah. are playing now and some aren't so this is national right this is not a just a pennsylvania thing correct i mean we were and it's not just football uh we were out streaming uh tennis in yeah. iowa last weekend uh for the uh, court of Dreams, uh, they have the Field of Dreams, but they also have the Court of Dreams out in Iowa. We were streaming a, a fundraising event for the uh, uh, All-Iowa Tennis Club. And, uh, you know, it's not only great for athletic departments, it's great for fundraising items as well. It can be directed that way, too, for sporting events. So, yeah, and, uh, you know, we've had interest from South Carolina, Texas, Ohio, um, yeah, it's not limited by anything, really. So, And it's not even limited to sports. I mean, you can use the streaming function for any type of school activity that might be social distancing related, like a, uh, a choral concert or a band concert or, or what have you, where you would generally uh, have admission, and yet we know that there's going to be social distancing requirements. We're not going to be playing in front of packed houses. So it's really a very easy way because... Uh, all you all that's required is a phone or tablet 
Uh, the app takes really moments to download. It's very easy to pay uh, via like Apple Pay, Google Pay, and then uh, the money just gets directed right through the app, right to the school that you did know at the time of subscription. So it's it's made to be easy <laughs> and, um, you know, allows people to, like I said, uh, contribute to whatever organization uh, they would like to or that we're supporting. It's such a creative idea, Bruce Badgley on the line. It's small player, big play. Uh, in, in this day and age of social distancing, as Bruce just said, it, it's real important. And, you know, Bruce, you're talking to, I'm sure, athletic directors and coaches you know, around the nation. As you said, you're getting a lot of interest in different places. And I think one of the things that's being missed, and I, I'm, I'm directing this to the listeners out there that may not be a coach, may not be a um, may not be a parent with a kid playing sports. This is more than just the casual fan not realizing this, and I'd like for you to expand upon it because I'm sure you're touching on this, is when football is not played and revenue is not generated as a result of ticket sales and fannies in the seats, that doesn't just affect football. It's like you were talking about before. This isn't just for football. It's for all sports. But all sports suffer because football kind of pays the way for a lot of these. And I'm just curious how much conversation you've had with ADs in that that go, wow, this could be a solution in many, many ways to fill that hole in the, in the athletic budget that's going to be caused by not having ticket sales. Uh, absolutely. I mean, some schools, you know, the light bulb is on. I mean, I'm meeting with the entire coaching staff of uh, Northern York High School this upcoming Saturday because they realize that. Um, they realize it's a very easy solution to do that, too. Um, you know, look, it's not the equivalent of putting on a broad, like an ESPN broadcast. I mean, I'm not trying to portray that as what the app does. What the app does is just what you said, allows all sports to be revenue generating just from your phone or tablet. And it, it accomplishes what, you know, schools are trying to do. And I think the fans will understand as well is that this is a way that through these very difficult times that you can still support, you know, your school, still support your club, still support your organization. And uh, it still gives you the, quite honestly, it still gives uh, schools, clubs, or what have you, uh, the opportunity to dress it up too. I mean, we did play by play in color with our, you know, tennis broadcasts all summer long. And, uh, you know, with really any peripheral that you can, you know, plug into your phone, you can create a broadcast. And so it, it allows for creativity and it allows for uh, schools to, to generate money from, you know, the sports that, that, that aren't, you know, ticketed, so so to speak, as, as the revenue generators. Well, it, it, it's just so, so timely at this point. And, you know, sometimes uh, you catch lightning in a bottle, right, Bruce? That's a little bit of what's <laughs> going on here. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it's that big old lightning bolt that you're catching there because that's a good thing. Um, talk a little bit about now, now if you've had people out there listening, coaches, you know, fans, uh, let's, let's talk about tomorrow's Zoom, um, what you're doing to educate, because I'm assuming you're going to be spending a lot of time here as we go into whatever the season is as far as the start date, uh, educating people. So if people are interested in hearing about small player, big play, uh, what are you going to do tomorrow? How can they get in touch with you to get a link to, to be involved? Well, the easiest way is to just uh, DM me at small underscore play. Uh, that's our Twitter handle. Um, and uh, we'll uh, send you out a link uh, to the, to the uh, Zoom. Um, 
Uh, in the Zoom, we're going to detail exactly, you know, what it means to the school um, and how to do it. And quite honestly, it's not a long presentation because small player, big play is designed to be very easy. And uh, it's not only, you know, related to, uh, you know, the schools or what have you, but if there's uh, media partners out there that are interested in incorporating this, I mean, I saw a big thing in Ohio yesterday where, you know, Ohio said that, you know, schools can go ahead and, you know, charge for uh, games and what have you. So, uh, you know, we're interested in, in getting in touch with media partners that are, that are doing games because, quite honestly, uh, how's a school supposed to – yeah, a lot of schools are streaming games, but, you know, if they're not generating mo- any money from those uh, streaming opportunities, you know, this year, then – you know, that's, that, that's really bad. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got to be able to generate money somehow. And uh, the easy way, you know, without any long-term contracts, without any upfront costs, there's none of that. Um, it's just very easy. Do you just pull out the app on your phone or tablet, you know, plug in some external microphones, and uh, you've got to broadcast. And uh, that's really what it's designed to do. And if you're listening to uh, High School Football America on uh, iHeartRadio or iTunes, Apple, well, it's now not iTunes anymore. It's it's Apple Podcasts. But uh, go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. We'll have a story up there with uh, with Bruce's interview and, and then all the links so you can click through and, and get that DM to him. Uh, you know, the other thing that comes to my mind, Bruce, before we kind of switch to kind of Pennsylvania football in general is, and I know you've experienced this, uh, it's one of the reasons we try to help as much as we can, is one of the things that's uh, being lost, and it was way before COVID, it's due to budget cuts and all that, is the local sports reporter, right? And you're one of those guys. I started out as one of those guys. Uh, So critical, telling about our our student-athletes, our coaches, our teams, and our communities. We're losing those things. And I think, you know, small player, big play can can kind of fill that gap a little bit, right? Uh, I'm not talking that you're going to be able to write a story. (laughs) The app's not going to write a story, but it gives the local fan the opportunity to see that local team that they've they've loved and no longer get, you know, in the local newspapers and such. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And along with that, too, it gives local guys an opportunity. You know, you you put together all these fundraisers this year to, to get these guys paid to do that. Quite honestly, a small player, big play allows the local guy that if he's got a following, you know, to try and dollarize that, um, you know, it allows for uploading a video as well as long as streaming. So if a guy wants to put together, you know, a sports show, he can upload it into the app. He can get, you know, if there's loyal followers, you know, they can subscribe. And then, you know, the sports reporter has an opportunity to dollarize then, you know, his following. I mean, uh, my sports talk show that I have, Fresh Set of Downs, with my buddy Daryl Daniel, um, you know, we're going to put that in small player, big play. I know that I've got a, a good friend of mine uh, from the Philly area has a great uh, Penn State show. Uh, he's going to put that in the app this year. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's very, very flexible and uh, uh, for reporters, for people that follow sports, that want to dollarize this content, uh, and especially now, um, yeah, it gives them gives them that vehicle to try and do that. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great idea with a lot of flexibility. Small player, big play, Bruce Badgley on the line. And, uh, Bruce, I think I forgot to ask you, what time is the Zoom tomorrow? 
on Thursday? Uh, it's at it's at eleven a.m. And if for some reason somebody you know can't make it at eleven a.m., I'm more than happy to set up private zooms with people as well. Or if they have any detailed questions, um, you know, I've 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 got you know some schools here now that are. Uh, you know, we're we're going to be doing some uh, you know direct uh, meetings either via Zoom or in person. Like I said, uh, uh, I've got some you know some some meetings here. Uh, we've got uh, schools that have already committed and everything else. So it's, um, uh, it, we'll do what it takes to to get them on board. I love the entrepreneurism that you have there. I'm going to have you take off the small player big play hat right now and flip on your you love Pennsylvania football hat. Uh, <laughs> as we said at the top, uh, you know, the the state, the PIAA says, yep, you can full steam ahead. Acclamation, what, August 10? Uh, full pads, August 17. You know, I'm sitting there reading that going, wow, this sounds pretty good. And then all of a sudden I see the power Powerful WPIAL say, well, we're going to cancel the first three weeks. I see my East Penn conference yesterday say, well, we're waiting till October. So what the heck is going on there? Explain it to the listeners around the nation how August 10th really is an August 10th for everyone. Yeah, uh, really, uh, quite honestly, a lot of people got blindsided. Um, everybody was worried about uh, you know, when we were given the uh, the go ahead by the PIAA, full steam ahead. Uh, everybody was was really focusing on. They put together, you know, petitions to the governor, say, "Hey, let fans come to the games." Uh, yada yada yada. And then, wow, out of left field, uh, I think the the first shoe that dropped was Norristown. Basically, just canceled fall sports. Mm-hmm. And then, just as you spoke about the WPIAL for our national. Uh, Listeners there, which is the uh, you know, very powerful conference around the Pittsburgh area, one of the hotbeds of football here in Pennsylvania, they move their start to September 11th, and they're going to complete their season October 23rd. <laughs> then, just like you talked about, the EPC, which is Allentown area, now they're not starting till October 2nd, and they're only going to have a five-game season. Then you've got other leagues, like in the coal regions, where they make take a vote, and they say, hey, we're full steam ahead. Well, and then, you know, the, the dominoes just keep falling all over the place. The Interathletic uh, League, which is a very highly respected league that uh, is around an independent league of the PIAA, they moved their start date back to September 14th. Well, then that affected all the Philadelphia Catholic League teams like uh, St. Joe Prep is a national powerhouse. Um you know, they've got holes in their schedule. And then um, the, uh, the, also on a national uh, scale, the uh, Archdiocese of Philadelphia said that, nah, you, you guys can't go ahead and travel around the country. You've got to stay local. So that impacted St. Joe Prep. Uh, we couldn't even locally here come to a consensus in my Berks League on what to do yesterday. <laughs> I mean, there were some that wanted to cancel, move out. Uh, the Lancaster Lebanon League, uh, you know, is is uh, working on that. Another very powerful conference, the Mid Penn Conference, moved everything back to start practice on September fourth with their games on September twenty eighth. So Jeez. through that whole process, there, it, I mean, you know, I've tweeted it out. I mean, it's it's dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria right now, and it's something that re- people really did not see coming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, 
I think I'll be honest with you. I think that that uh, if people knew uh, what was going to happen for fall sports, I think people would have been a, a bit more, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, looking at spring right. and a meaningful season rather than just total chaos and. Uh, everything else of the fall. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Bruce, is does this now mean that the PIAA re-examines and, 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 you know, Pennsylvania becomes, well, there's nine states right now that have moved to next year, number 10? I mean, is that is that kind of where we're headed with this? I mean, I, I know it's a mess, and you, you're just speculating, but I'm just curious. You, you, you know what you're talking about there. So what, are you, what, what does your gut tell you is going to happen? I, I wouldn't think that that's even an option. I think that the final decision was made by the PIAA that we're full steam ahead for the fall. And when that decision was made, then, you know, uh, educators had to do what, what they needed to do. And uh, I wouldn't, be, uh, unless something, you know, comes in at, and I'll never say never, but unless right. something comes in at, you know, at 1159 here, uh, I, I, I I have not seen anything uh, anywhere that that a spring option is is even been discussed or it's been dismissed. They they went with the decision to go fall, and now this is the result. So, yeah, probably somewhere in there is we reserve the right. Um, just out of curiosity, too, and again, I haven't read all the articles around the state, but I'm assuming these dates that we've just said there for out west and, and the EPC and all that, those dates are not etched in stone, right? That's that's what they hope, but, you know, we're still only talking a matter of six, seven, eight weeks, so that can all change, right? I mean, it, it could be where, you know, WPIAL says, nah, we're not playing this year, same thing with East Penn. I mean, that can all happen, correct? It, it's, it's not yeah, like... Uh, I, I would expect that's an option. I, I really do. I mean, considering what we see going on, I mean... Uh, and and here's the other thing too that's very disturbing, is that you know when the pi when the piaa said hey you know we're full steam for the fall, you know all these athletic directors have you know everything in place. I mean you don't just come up with a football schedule in a matter of minutes. I mean it's months <laughs> of planning and yeah. and what have you. And I know how difficult it is for these athletic directors, and you know and I see some of these just tweets go out there about, well, this has got canceled, so, you know, now we're trying to figure out what to do. And the thing is, is that um, in certain leagues, when you talk about your East Penn Conference, I mean, there was really no debate to do this. I mean, the vote was 18 to nothing. Mm -hmm. So there's complete consensus with this. Now, I'm not, you know, in the reports that I'm seeing on what's going on with the Lancaster Lebanon League and also the Berks League, you know, there's a lot of emotion, and it's there's no consensus. So that's the troubling thing is in some areas, hey, this is a done deal. In other areas, um, you know, they're totally opposite. Yeah, we're going full steam with the fall schedule. And then in other places, it's just we can't make up our minds. So, I mean, wow, it's just really bad. And, and Bruce, one of the things is these are the athletic directors that are making these decisions in the votes, right? What What's your sense, uh, Coach AD situation there, right? I'm I, where I, when I'm talking to people, coaches want to go, right? And then we've got ADs and, and school officials making that. What's the, what's the what's really happening in Pennsylvania when it comes to that? Now, I think a lot of this this change is is you know being driven from the administrative level. Um, 
you know, it's, it's one where, uh, and even the governor too points to the fact that, you know, if you're running schools virtual, how are you supposed to run an athletic program? I mean, if you're deeming that it's not safe for kids to go to school, how are you supposed to go out and play football? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, look, I, I understand. Okay. Uh, but wow. I just wish that, um, it just doesn't look like there was any communication where this decision was made to go forward with the individual schools that were going to implement this. I'll be honest with you. I think if the PIAA knew that this was going to happen, that, that they would at least try to come up with something for the spring. I, I can't believe that they wanted anything like this. And in talking with, some administrators on the district level and stuff. Uh, I don't think they knew this was coming. Well, I, I think in some ways, and this is my opinion, I don't know, because I, I, I think this about a bunch of states right now, it was kind of a kick the can type of thing. And and, yep. and, and then, you know, hey, it's it's all, we said yes, and if everybody else decides no, well, it, it ain't our fault. Go go complain to your individual school district. Totally, That's the way I, totally, totally agree with you, Jeff. I mean, uh, you know, they just said, hey, you know, we're going for – forward I, I quite honestly i, I don't believe the piaa uh, if somebody was going to change that it was either going to be the governor or somebody else but it wasn't going to be the piaa yeah so no, uh, I agree. Th- and that's what's happening and and because there wasn't clear direction now it's a, it's just a mess right and now we know who also suffers from that and that's the the kids the the, the coaches the programs the communities it, it, it is a mess bruce badgley on the line before we let you go bruce uh, take off that football hat now the media guy hat and, and go back to small player big play you've got a, a zoom tomorrow tell people why they should tune in and how small player big play may be a solution especially if people cannot sit in the stands and it's a fundraising way to get some money into the coffers yeah it's very easy from your from your phone or tablet it gives you the ability to generate revenue for your club or organization. There's zero upfront cost. Larry, with a good internet connection, you sit down with your phone, um, and we'll help publicize it too. If you let us know that you're doing these events, we'll help publicize it on social media, uh, you know, with advertising and what have you, to try and boost your revenue as well. So, I mean, we average better than 80% return on the funds that, mm. that you know, come to us that, that will go back to the school and, everything else so perfect well bruce we really appreciate you being a partner here uh we think this uh this interview here will give people some opportunities and some hope when it comes to uh filling up some shortfalls there and uh look forward to uh, having you back on and, and and talking a little bit more about this so people can understand there is some solutions out there given the current environment of what can and can't happen when it comes to high school sports so uh best of luck with everything and appreciate you coming on today with us Thanks a lot, Jeff. Always a pleasure. And don't forget to check out High School Football America on all of our social media platforms. The Twitter handle, it's HSFB America. And on Facebook and on Instagram, it's High School Football America. Go to Facebook.com forward slash High School Football America to keep up with us on Facebook. Like us there. We're heading toward 3,000 likes, and we appreciate each and every one of you. That is the High School Football America podcast, and it's brought to you by what we've just been talking about, the great new app, Small Player, Big Play, and Age-Appropriate Sports Focus. So 
social media platform that is designed to showcase and connect the young athletes and their friends, their parents, and their coaches. On Small Player Big Play, young athletes have the ability to utilize the app and share interests and accomplishments, and it's in a highly secure and a very safe social media environment. It features live streaming and game day highlights, and as you heard Bruce just talk about. It has lucrative fundraising opportunities for your school and your team. Download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and the Apple App Store. And don't forget to go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to uh, get all the information on how you can check out Small Player Big Plays Zoomcast tomorrow that will teach you how to use this platform and make money for your team, for your school. It's a great way to showcase all of the student-athletes, especially if fans are not allowed into the games this year, and it's not just football. So check it out. Go to smallplayerbigplay.com. That's today's High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.